Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. I'm here, Jacqueline Coley, alongside my incredible co-host, Mr. Mark Ellis. And joining us again, producer Brian, for our After Dark episode. We're wow. getting yeah. high, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no. We're not. Legally, no. 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 we're not. We're sober as a judge. But it is 420. Uh, as a producer, I yeah. Sober <laughs> as a judge. I know. Next I sobri- like that line. I never knew judges to be like the measure of sobriety. I mean, they should be. Well, as, ideally, uh, but... I hope that a judge is sober. Yeah, you always think of like I can't. I can imagine Fred Gwynn and my cousin Vinny taking a couple sips of Grandpa's cough medicine mm. when everybody else is at recess. Yeah, but that's not that's not what you would want. You'd still want them. It's to not the ideal. But the, what do the judges do? They just the lawyers are busy doing all the other stuff. The judge just says hearsay. Blah, blah, blah. He has to watch, <laughs> which is literally one of the one times when yeah, being sober. Stay awake. Yeah, yeah, staying awake and paying attention. That is a sober person's endeavor. And we would know that, True. ladies and gentlemen, because we are about to recount 25 of our favorite stoner movies ranked from RottenTomatoes.com. Next week is 420, the stoner's holiday. We also want to give you guys 20 best movies to watch high. These are both editorials that you guys can check out over on the website, which I think is interesting with this list because I actually do believe this list has a little bit of both. I feel this sure. list is, has everything about this list pertains to weed in some way. You will see someone in here partaking in some form of inebriation. But stoner movies? That's I don't know. The definition of a stoner movie. That's why I included the second list because I'm like, would I watch Easy Rider if I'm high legally? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, I don't know if I call it a stoner movie or, or movie that includes this people is, getting high. This is where editorial comes into it. See, so we determine. I think this is Alex Vo. Is that yes, your, this is, is Alex Vo because. The best. He is the best, Alex actually. Is great. He really is the best because these listicles, the one thing I would tell you, I can't think of a single one of these movies that would not be improved by being high. Okay. And I, and I would also say all of them have elements of high to them. I don't disagree with Easy Rider. The reason why I don't is because Easy Rider defined a counterculture before it was defined. It was sort of like that hippie generation. And so you associate with the hippie generation, the peace and the love and Woodstock and all that stuff. It's like people were having fun at Woodstock. There's some bad red rope licorice going around (laughs) in the crowd, to quote Wayne's World 2, mocking the scares that they had at Woodstock. But like when I think of stoner movies, it's all that's my question. It's like if I just put the term stoner movie into your head. What is the first movie that comes to mind? For me, it's actually Cheech and Chong Up in Smoke. Mm. And that's probably not a coincidence because that was the first time that I realized that I was watching 
dudes who were getting high constantly because mm. uh. we put that on in high school. And so they reminded me of people that I'd already seen on TV and movies. Like they, they reminded me of, cause I'd already seen Wayne's world by then. And I'd already been introduced the to some Stoner of the Shore movies, mm. but it's all, I mean, a lot of that came from Cheech and Chong and their comedy, their albums, and then their movies. And so by the time I came to up and smoke, I was like, I kind of knew what was going on mm. and it was, hilarious to me. So I always look back on like stoner movie. If you're making a stoner movie, you're sort of speaking my language, even though I didn't necessarily come to partake in any of that stuff until I needed help sleeping. Mm. <laughs> I always wondered about your habits because I feel like, yeah, in high school, you were like the good kid. The I one was the that good didn't kid. do the drugs and the alcohol and all that I stuff. I never even drank in high school. I might have no, like, of that was based no. in anxiety. I might have no anxiety whatsoever. You have more one beer? I no, was, I mean like not wanting to be addicted to something. It had nothing to do with the addiction. It was more getting caught. That's, mm. That was my paranoia. Not even yeah. by my parents, by mm. my high school basketball coach. That's who I really <laughs> didn't want to get caught by. Mm. Um, and so <laughs> we had that. But then you also compound that with the fact that like, you know, it, it just, it wasn't the addiction thing. It was also just like, I was going to be a professional athlete, Jack, when I got to treat my body right. And then you realize, ah, maybe it's not going to happen for you. So <laughs> a whopping 5'7". Five, five, so I'm 5'10 and a half. You had the focus of Michael Jordan with the shot of Sam Bowie. That Damn. Is, Damn. Damn. The, the number two and three draft picks in the, in the 84 <laughs> draft. Well done, Jacqueline. Or were you more Mel Turpin? I'm I sorry, was, we just saw air. I wasn't even Melvin Turpin. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even. But I mean, you know, you so so you come to this, and it's more from a comedic sensibility is why I think I always appreciated stoner movies because more often than not, with the exception of Easy Rider, I might mm. say on this list, every one of these is trying to make you laugh. It might be like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and Easy Rider are the are the two like the more serious stoner movies where it's like oh there's actual stuff going on that yeah. we got to take seriously everything else is just a fun lark we're just doing this crazy we're high we're stumbling around and that's sort of the vibe that I think of when I think of stoner movies. Well, the thing I would say to you is, and then let me put some editorial on you, Brian. Yeah. This is this Drop is how we earn our money. This is this is what it is. <laughs> when we when when Alex and granted, if he was here, and I would honestly suggest him coming for any one of our ranked episodes to do his methodology. When I was looking at this list, when you work here long enough, you can determine exactly what they're doing. This is not. You shouldn't think of this as favorite movies for stoners. Or you should not even think of this as favorite movies with stoners in them. It's okay. called favorite stoner movies ranked. What do you Favorite stoner movies rank in the sense of favorite stoner movie representations. Okay. That is what they're actually trying to accomplish. With, if you look at this list, what they're trying to show you are various different types of stoners so that you can see different aspects of it. So you look at the Easy Rider. This is like the counterculture version of it. You look at Dazed and Confused. These are Texas stoners. And really what you're doing is you're getting a cross-section of the different types of comedy, comedic ways that we can show stoners on, on screen. And if you look at it that way, things like Inherent Vice, We Are the Millers, Ooh, all yeah. make a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah. So you got really heady for someone who just wants to see Dazed and Confused <laughs> and just drop out. Just no, yeah. no, but if you really look at it, I get it. I every get one of these, they just show a different version of stoner representation, and that's why they call it the 50. Because the point of this list is not for you to give a definitive list that every stoner will like. That is what the other one is best movies to watch high. Yeah. This is actually a list of the best representations of stoners that we've seen in cinema throughout the years and their score. So that's why we get a wider swath yes. of yes. There's some dramatic It's a stuff representation in here too. Yeah. list. Well, let me ask, well, sorry, I would say Wayne's yeah. World is like a good stoner movie. Like any kind of comedy that's still 
silly and funny. You just that's a good movie to watch while, while you're high. high. It's a but great this, movie to watch while high, but you don't necessarily get the drug culture. And okay. it's actually purposefully removed from Wayne's world. And somebody like Alex, I absolutely think so. Alex, just so you know, is a is a whiteboard artist. Meaning, like this is what we used to do in the office. Is he literally just sits there and when he starts with this and he puts the title of whatever the list is and he just writes a long whiteboard. Yeah. And he's like, let me see what movies I love. Yeah, and well, no, he just writes a list of every stoner movie and then it's sort of like Charlie Day in that Always Sunny episode where it's like, all right, well, like... Let's let's hear the argument for this one. Why does oh. this one need to be on the list? Oh, and then no, you, I thought you were going to go back to because we you just referenced Air. Air, and yes, the oh, draft. very true. This is like Alex works at Nike, and he's like, yeah. which which do which athlete do we want to represent? Yes. wearing our shoe. So you're looking at all these, and you're like, oh, okay, that's my number one pick. That's my number two. Yes, pick. Oh. that's my number three. And so you really do do it that way, but it is about. This has to be defended to be on the list first, and then you rank them in order. But it's the you have to make sure that it earns a spot first. Okay. I would and, love to hear that conversation of like, do we include scary movies? Well, if you worked Why? and ever went over to the editorial There's section, nobody in the office right now. If no, I go right there, no. everyone's working from home in their pajamas right now. <laughs> no, but we used to. We literally used to have these editorial meetings, and now we yeah. just do them more virtually. Ryan doesn't get invited to the editorial. So now, now, now we send them. Invite. Now we send them those lists. We send them uh, via Google, like well, yeah, our version of Google. It's now. all virtual, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's the same thing. It'd be like, all right, Alex, I'm working on this list. Give me your votes for this. We literally just did this the other day with the 25. Uh, we're doing I'm doing a list of the 25 best quotes uh, sorry oh. 25 best speeches from Oscars oh. uh, from the past 25 years oh, wow. so okay. I'm going to come up with the list and then guess and what we all it. editorial people then put ours together and then uh. we defend it and so yeah no offense guys y'all are getting uh, into some in family squabbling before we started the podcast Brian was like I don't even know what editorial does here and I'm like I thought you just showed you the podcast <laughs> no and, uh, no that's what I do no, no that's you that's no, Mark like, if anybody is qualified <laughs> to talk about the list of stoner movies it'd be me because while everybody else that works here is on slack I just kind of made the excuse that every time I hear the slack sound effect, oh, you, that I just get this fever dream trigger. So I can't. Yeah. It sounds like the predator to me is like yeah, stalking yeah. me. So I actually do just sit at home because yeah. I work at night, and my cult, my comedian culture, is very closely linked to stoner culture in that you know we're just kind of hang out all day, don't really do anything, and then you're goofy on stage, you come up with jokes. That's what I think of when I think of stoner movies, but that's not necessarily fair because that's what stoner comedies may be. Yes. Yes. But there's other movies. However, if you're going to talk about movies that you want to watch high, I would look at the list of the stoner movies ranked and say, get Inherent Vice as far away yeah, from that is not that, that, a good trip. To be to, fair, yeah, yeah. that's me sober or high yeah, yeah. or drunk or any other state of mind. I just, I could not stand that movie. And the other thing that told me that too is when I was looking at this, I was like, where is Clerks? But it's like he specifically chose Jay and Jane Silent Bob. Bob Strike Back as the best representation of the stonerist, of, yeah. of the stoner versions of, honestly, I would say Silent Bob and Jay are two of the most famous stoners in cinema. Of, course, yeah. of all the movies they've been in, that is the most stoner movie. That is the biggest, like they have blunt man in that one. You Blunt-Man know what I mean? Chronic, yeah, yeah, they have all of that in there. Bucks, yeah. So again, yeah. not just to, to bring the point home one more time, that's how you put some editorial on them bitches. Dang, there you go. Right. <laughs> just that's very heady. Again, for I just want to get high and giggle. That's where the other list. To, the right. other list is for you. Best movies to watch high. We right. have a list for everyone, Brian. So it is not to, uh, just the one. Okay, what are we going to disseminate first here? What, what uh, do we yeah. want to talk about yeah, first? Yeah, all right. Like, like This is the one I was going to say. We'll start with the 25 movies ranked. Okay. I would say we'll go down the list, but it's a pretty exhaustive list. I'll let you all pick one. One what? 
to talk about first okay. that you okay. think I'll give you this one. What is your favorite pick on here? And then which one would you kick out? You um, already kicked out in hair and vice. Of the 25 and I am kicking out in hair and vice. Thank so you're you. kicking yeah. out in hair and vice. Which one are you kicking out? And then would, I'll give you the ones that you're like, this is the top dog. On I the would lip. kick that out too. And because I love Days and Confused and I love This is the End, but they're very different movies. Like This is mm. the End, I'm dying laughing. Just very just funny. Nonsense. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Days and Confused is just a vibe. It's, it's a just, hangout movie. Yeah, you're just hanging out. There's some funny moments. Like, but watch it's the, the leather, hangouts, man. <laughs> it's the hangout stoner representation. I get it. But I guess it depends on your personality <laughs> as a stoner. Fair. Like, what do you but connect the- to? I connect to more of Seth Rogen. Like doing the Backstreet Boys dance at the end of the movie. Fair. And I'm okay. just dying. And Danny McBride. Okay, so you'll kick out probably... I, inherent Vice. Inherent Vice. Can you, is there any other one that you would kick out? Because I have other ones I would kick out I mean, for Reefer sure. Madness. That's Who's what watching I'm Reefer like, Madness? By the way, this is a representation of the, the GOP propaganda yeah. oh, owner. Yes. Have Reefer Madness. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I just can't imagine. Oh, no, it's, it's a trip. It's a the, one that, yes. the one that I would kick out is We Are the Millers because I feel that one is the one that is most tangentially not attached to that because the, the stoner we're representing is the stoner scammer. Mm. I understand that. That's who Jason Sudeikis plays is the yeah. like, basically the and Peter. And it's based on drugs. Yeah, and it's like, based the, on, the, yeah. The, the yeah. plot involves weed. And it, it does involve weed. And, he other... and he's a drug addict, isn't he? Like he's a complete he's, stoner. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like a stoner dude. Like mm. not stoner, like uh, very Peter Parker in Into the Spider-Verse from the Jake Johnson universe. That's what he is. You know, this <laughs> okay, is the yeah. guy that does not <laughs> have his crap so, together. Yeah. Yeah. He is just smoking weed and making mistakes mm-hmm. and showing why he probably grew up in a broken home. That's what he is in this movie. And so I just don't, I don't feel that one, that that one does not. Doesn't connect with you. It doesn't connect with mm. me. Um, And and, and like, I, I, I do it. Also, I will say Cheech and Jog ended up here, here twice. With good reason, they deserve to be here twice. They have two movies, but if you know Nice Dreams compared to Up in Smoke, it is literally like two different movies. The first one was their big studio movie. Well, not, shouldn't say studio movie. Their most production value version of what they were doing. Nice Dreams is a fantasy movie. It's like Disney Duck. Mm -hmm. Remember that Daffy Duck Treasure Island cartoon where they just do all kinds of crazy stuff? It's like a compilation movie. And so I really do defend this list for the carefulness of it. Yeah, so it's much tougher for me because I see Inherent Vice and I'm like, that's the one that's off. Even though there's other movies that are tougher watches for me, but just... Because again, this list isn't the movies that we want to watch necessarily. This yes. is the movies that we feel need to be considered. Sit, the okay. essentials. In, uh, the the stoner, essentials. In all different like like parts and, and areas and corners of stoner culture. Yeah. So I'm looking at everything else feels like it, it, it at least has earned a place in here. Scary movie to me feels more like a film that I would want to watch high yeah. versus something that's like, you know, that I would put in the National Archives as this needs to be known as a stoner movie. It doesn't. There's it scenes d- of of consumption of stoner weed horror and all, sure, comedy. But, yeah, yeah, stoner yeah. horror comedy yeah. is what it's trying to do. Is there another one on here that even remotely gets near the horror comedies place? Maybe horror and and weed should go hand to hand more than. I mean, they the do. Leprechaun movie Black in the Hood has it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when he, he gets goes, the yeah. Right, Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, Leprechaun in the Hood. He gets they get him high. Yeah, and he has like a whole like PCP moment. <laughs> sure, yeah, I don't remember. Sure. Yeah, yeah. What about like a Get Out? Like that's a not stoner comedy. No. No. Oh, that, actually, that's a, that is actually one of those. I have weird movies that I watch high, like yeah. movies that somebody oh, yeah. else wouldn't watch high, but I would watch Get Out high. I would also watch. I would also watch Midsummer High, even though I hate that movie, because that's the movie to watch high, so you yeah. can laugh at this ridiculousness. So you can giggle at some of the stuff. Yeah. It's insane. I do need to point this out, uh, because one of our fans is going to do it if I don't. Um, 
I actually was in a stoner horror movie Ooh. that had what? a great premise. No. I'll look that up right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, uh, type it in. I'll, I'll say it once if you need to blur, you know, blurp it out. The, and again, this is probably why the movie wasn't all that successful. The name of the film was Little Fucker. Mm. And <laughs> you're, I literally forgot about it until you mentioned Leprechaun. They get the Leprechaun high. So the premise of, the, of, of Little Effort is I play an exterminator. You with, played Lloyd. Yeah, I played Lloyd. Jesus. And Chuck was played by a, a brilliant actor named Max. And, um, and so it's me and Max Mullion, and we are these two exterminators. <laughs> and we're cleaning out this like house, and uh, there's or an abandoned warehouse or something. And we find this creature with kind of like an Ewok. And it's like super menacing, but we're stoners. Mm. And we found out that if we give if we get this thing high, then it's just like a really fun kind of hang. But when the weed runs out, that's when it gets ornery and starts killing people. So we bring little effort to a Halloween party and the weed runs out. And so little effort doesn't have any more weed to keep him pacified. So he just starts murdering everybody. And we got to stop Little Effer before he kills every last person at the party. Jesus. We stop him by just giving him more weed? And- uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much how the production was run, too. <laughs> That's like, a cool we, concept. I Max and I concept. probably improved 80% of the movie. Oh and Do you have, it, like, a DVD of this? I probably don't anymore. Um, but... It's it. I don't know if it's available anywhere. The trailer is still on YouTube, so you can still mm. watch the trailer for. Yeah. I think they changed it. They like ten years later, they finally realized that maybe the name Little Effer isn't the best. Not um, to market to, yeah, to yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. So they changed it to something else. I can't remember what it was, but um, you know, this is just when I was doing a lot of like commercials, and it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do a feature film. The, the whole thing shot at this like abandoned warehouse in Pasadena for for two weeks. Wow. And, but but it was a stoner horror comedy. And that is where my brain went, not because I'm trying to champion myself, mm. but because I'm trying to think there's very little stoner horror movies yeah. that you get. Yeah. Nothing I can think of. So it's I mean, basically- there's, a, there's a few like, like any of the, the horror comedies may have like stoner aspects to them. Like there's always the right. one stoner dude that's going to die. Yeah. So like there's that. Oh, that's what every, Marlon, like yeah. a Freddy movie or a Jason yeah. movie, there's yeah. going to be that one teenager that's like really into drugs. But, but no, to your point, I, I think that's also partially why we have this entry on the list like let's scary be real. movie yeah, yeah like I, I feel that's like fair. that's that that's the reason why it's out there um i will also add to the one that i love the best on this list and it wouldn't be one that i think other people would appreciate it but that's super troopers because i feel like super trooper hits mm-hmm. so many of it it's a yeah. straight comedy which is just fun to be high in addition to that it had this cult-like statics where so much of it was like subversive and underground and it just it never felt like adults were doing this movie and Not every aspect right, of it right. um, was was a part of that and it showed I think these really hilarious stoners and that they were cop stoners in this case yeah. <laughs> I mean you know what and I mean isn't like that Brian Cox isn't he like yeah this, Brian Cox yeah, is in like that great great yeah. actors Giving, just being silly broken lizard stuff yeah. like yeah. yeah I appreciate all of it and and that was also very similar to a lot of these guys in here some of these guys managed to sneak in really respected actors into their movies of these like uh, ridiculous settings uh, well the Big Lebowski has the Big Jeff Lebowski Bridges, yeah. has just Bridges mm-hmm. but more important than that Soul Plane with uh, Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg and that one but like just the Weed brings people together. Half baked <laughs> had like half of Hollywood. That's what oh, I was yeah. trying to find. Yeah. Half baked, where it was like all of these cameos show up for I'm that one. I'm glad you brought up half baked because that's another movie that I think it, it might be the most stoner movie of anything on this list, mm-hmm. uh, other than Cheech and Chong, maybe, but because it's it's so funny. But it also that is what it's about. And it's about just dealing with life <laughs> while you're super high yeah. all the time, whether you're going on a date or whether you're just sitting on the couch, like 
there's so many great laughs in Half Baked, but it is a great stoner movie. Oh yeah, and like you said, cameos. Bob Saget has a great cameo in Bob it. Bob Saget has an amazing like, cameo, cameo in that cameo one. In amazing comedy in that one. It's yeah. actually really funny. What's What's crazy now about a lot of these movies that I even thought of it when we were doing Super Mario Brothers. We were talking about Bob Hopkins, uh, Bob Hoskins, and Dennis Hopper. It's the Hodgkins Hopper. Like it's Hoskins. Hot. Am I Bob saying Hoskins? I'm saying Hodgkins. Like lymphoma. <laughs> like the, yeah, the like disease. Hodgkins. Yeah. Ho- say it again. People Bob know who Hoskins. you're talking about. Hoskins. Hopkins. Hopper. It's Hoskins and Hopkins is what's getting you. Yes. Yeah. And then it Hopper. Com- that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like what? And the flip? again, we want to reiterate to legal. We did not we, get no. Hopper no. Totally sober as a judge. Yeah. Seriously, Bob and Dennis, <laughs> they're both gone. Uh, Bob's uh, gone. Like so mm-hmm. many of these movies that we recount them now, we talk about these people as so present because these performances of those. Like think about Bob Saget in that movie and just how hilarious he's in this line read. You cannot think of that person as not alive because no, he's yeah. just so no. vibrant in that yeah. moment. But he is unfortunately lost us. And a couple of these movies have similar names already. You could you could make a list that's a Dennis lot longer Hopper. than 25 movies or 20 movies about movies that get better when you might be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super Mario was, Brothers, yeah. I might put it uh, from 93, total. I might yeah. put it at the top of that list. I will say, it's so funny, again, not, this is actually not me giving you business anymore about editorial, but it is true about the editorial team. Everybody has their areas of expertise and uh, Alex is really good with like animation. Debbie obviously knows TV, but more importantly, she's really great with, I think, uh, underground sci-fi mm. like TV oh, shows. Yeah. Like she's a big yeah. Trekkie or whatever. Ryan knows a lot I, about, I would say, like really small, more like independent films, like similar to me. And everybody has their things. But I am definitely known for, is it thirsty? Oh, like thirsty. is it thirsty and not thirsty like porn thirsty like Cinemax yeah. thirsty like Outlander thirsty mm-hmm. like 365 days thirsty in the sense of like if people are going to entertainment uh, you know basic instinct stuff that's yeah. going to yeah. make them feel entertained but also really sexy I'm the person that will call those balls and strikes but the other thing is <laughs> which things are good for the for the stoner crowd like which oh, content yeah. I am the person I'm not saying this is because of anything that I am mm, not at all my father listens to this podcast. Hey, dad. Yeah. Uh, my stepdad listens <laughs> to this podcast. Whatever. He knows weed is legal. Uh, well, I was going to say, for your top 10 movies of last year, you included Jackass Forever. I did. And the Jackass series, you get high, you get drunk, you watch those movies, you die laughing. Those but feel I like, yeah. yeah. I, I would say I would have put Jackass on here if it wasn't clearly that these are narrative features yep. as opposed to that's more, I you know, live action, whatever, documentary or whatever. Yeah. But they are stoner representation. They're aged stoners. Totally. They're oh, aged okay. stoners. Yeah. These are these are the guys that used to be listening to like Black Flag and they were really punk rock and they've yeah. aged into it now. This is for the Dave Grohl crowd. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> which is which is sort of cropped up as you get older, but as you still you appreciate older. the things, certain aspects of your youth. And that's sort of what, that's another reason why Jackass Forever is such a beautiful movie. Goonies and stoners never say die. Goonies and stoners <laughs> never say Give up. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's got some medical benefits, but it, if you, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's why we do it. If, if you talk about the the best movies to watch high now, so if yeah, we move yeah. over to the other list, like uh-huh. the twenty best movies to watch high, I actually think that's a much tougher job to do to just narrow that down to twenty. Yeah, well, then because we, oh, sorry, that, that's ahead. more personal taste. Yeah. Whereas with the twenty five best stoner movies. Like what Jacqueline said, it's like, let's get some representation. Let's make sure that there's a horror movie in there. Let's make mm. sure that there's dramatic stuff. And then there's a lot of comedies, too, and different types of comedies. Like Friday is a very different comedy than, say, Days Confused, which yeah. is a very different comedy than, say, Scary Movie 3. So, I but the Friday. movies to watch high, that can run well, the gamut. Of, how do you define anything. it? One thing I would ask you now, now that you've heard my deep ethos on the first list, now yeah, that yeah. you've looked at this list, 
The, what, the, the best movies to watch high? What's yeah. high? I think I have also discerned some of the ethos to this because, yeah, it says it in the title, but I do think there's like an extra layer to it. What do you think was the most sort of like, what do you think, how do you think they define the parameters of it? Because I think I, I kind well, of... Well, now it makes sense when you guys get together in your little tribes and you just uh, have the thing on the whiteboard. <laughs> you're like, does Tron Legacy belong on there? Does the Pink Floyd belong? By the way, most of this is just in Alex's brain now. Like, it's not like... <laughs> I could see. Yeah, like, this like, is just very representative of Alex and his night's... At home. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I can see why the Matrix is in there or Pulp Fiction or whatever. But like, like something like Logan's Run, just like a heady kind of sci-fi. Like that's not on the list, but I would put Logan's Run on there because that movie messes with me, man. And I can. Movie's <laughs> <laughs> wild. I, I want to get deeper into this. Why does Logan's Run mess with you? Because you sound do, really. Do you tortured. know the premise of it? Yeah, they die at age thirty. Yeah, and they go to sanctuary, and they all get lifted up. Like, oh, we're gonna be like, like saved, and go to sanctuary, and they just die in front of everybody. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's a wild movie. I wish they remade it and did it amazingly. There was talks so, that they were going to remake it. With, Didn't they uh, remake it as like a TV show too? I don't know. They wanted, they uh, Nicholas Winding Refn was supposed yeah. to do it with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But, that was the TV show, was that one, yeah. yeah. And so Gosling just did Blade Runner 2049 Yeah, that's kind of the same. Made another yeah. companion but, sort And of I think like the that. way that got received probably turned him off from it too. That could have been it. He's could've doing it. Barbie now. That movie he's was all, Yeah, he's, his could career. Could be a stoner movie, Yeah, it could be a wild stoner movie. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Speaking of Coen Brothers movies, like, because we have the Big Lebowski on the other list, but A Serious Man, does anyone know that movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that movie, too, and that's another one that's like, oh, my God, I'm, like, losing my mind, like, watching it. See, so I think his logic for this one is I think all of these movies play better slash different if you are high watching them. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily that these are movies that if you're high, the visuals or subject matter will particularly affect you. Mm -hmm. I think it's more, if you are in an inebriated state, the enjoyment factor for this movie can be appreciated on a level that you cannot appreciate if you are sober. Does that make sense? Yes, but it's very confusing that like Inception's on here along with Tropic Thunder. That's why this is a beautiful Or John 21 Street. So that's what I would say. So I would tell you that I think that makes sense. The absurdity of Tropic Thunder and like just this idea of them not getting where they are yeah. when you are stoned is it's way so more hilarious yeah, yeah. than if you're just because honestly it's like it's more of like a workplace comedy right, when you right. aren't stoned. But They're when you make a movie, but when you're stoned, <laughs> you're like literally looking at this on like the other level. So actually, no, I do, I do, I think Step Brothers. If you're stoned when you're watching it, you can see your own level of. 
stepbrotheredness in yourself as you're watching yeah, it. It's like they're pieces within. of shit. I'm pieces of shit, and here we are just together in this vibe. I am but, coughing a lot during this episode. It's yeah, not because I got hot. I know you're it's, coughing uh, off mic. I'm not. All right. Yeah, it's just now but, I got a coughing. But stepbrothers does hit different because of the one line. The one liners of just like, yeah. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching Cops. So <laughs> and that just hits. Like, so imagine I, a guy sweating while he's watching Cops. It's so funny. So that, yeah. That's why I love this list. Is because I feel like this list is either just hilarious comedies that are going to get funnier if you're high, or it's sort of like that mind expansion, yes. which is what you would get with Tron Legacy, with The Fall, with Pink Floyd, uh, The Wall, maybe even The Fifth Element in there a little bit too, but definitely oh, stuff definitely like The, the Matrix yeah. and 2001. Like, if you get high, you're not suddenly giggling at 2001 A Space yeah. Odyssey, but it also is going to make you maybe think about the movie differently. Yeah. Um, so was, yeah. under proper supervision, of course. <laughs> Look, being stoned is a state of depressed... Um, relaxation, mm -hmm. like basically sensory issues, things that would normally bother you don't bother you as much. That's because you're, you're more open and open to stimulus. Yes, positive stimulus or negative stimulus. Yeah. It's basically just open you up to that. And so, like, I get it. I get. I get why it can be Pink Floyd, The Wall. Or something like Spirited Away, where maybe you just want to watch, or 2001, you just want to watch those with the sound off and just geek just out with it. the visuals. Yeah. Literally, but the, I, the ending of 2001, where it's just like lights just yeah, flashing yeah. in your face. Exactly. I would lose my mind. But I also could really appreciate Shot of the Dead. Like yeah. that Airplane. film. Or Grand Budapest Hotel. The delivery of the lines in Grand Budapest Hotel, that sort of like earnest... Um, absurdity oh, yeah. that that he employs. Yeah, that's hilarious. Stone. It's great. Yeah, but yeah. like like when I was a kid, I thought that. But even before I saw like Cheech and Chong, and I realized kind of like what they were doing. Yeah, why they acted the way they did. When I was a kid, I thought it, like something like two thousand one was a stoner movie mm -hmm. to me. Because I'm like, oh, that's just like like adults just get high and just like kind of stare at this. For yeah. you, you didn't really understand all of it. even Pink Floyd the Wall. Like like my friends watched that a lot in high school, and I, they now that I look back, they probably were getting, and I just like wasn't aware of it. So it was that stupid. But you're like, oh, they're watching this on a totally different wavelength than I am. And so it's so funny to see that on a list with something like Step Brothers, which will make <laughs> me laugh sober. Or high, yeah. But there's times now when I am relaxing with my herbal medication, I uncontrollably laugh at stuff <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. But if I'm it, it really does. Like I'm slapping my knee sober. <laughs> I'm on the floor yeah. if I had my gummy. Yeah. Well, Family saying, guy does that a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, growing up, because you weren't like in the culture or like smoking at all, mm -hmm. could you appreciate like a stoner comedy, like a pineapple? Well, not I, I could, yeah. I could have appreciated the pineapple expresses of the world, yeah. because I met folks like Wayne and Garth and Paulie Shore and Encino Man. So you understood, and the so character. those were sort yeah. of the gateways to why are these guys acting like that? Like I intrinsically understood that Wayne and Garth and Cheech and Chong are cool. Mm -hmm. But I didn't necessarily understand why. I was like, it's because they're not really like, like doing what society tells them to do at that age. Mm -hmm. like, like, what is it about it? And then that's sort of your entry point. And so when you are looking at people and you're a kid and you say, oh, that's a cool person, you're naturally going to gravitate towards that, mm -hmm. you know? And so whether you know why they're cool or not, you just know that everybody seems to like them. Again, yeah. they're, they're getting laughs. 
people want to watch their movies. So it's like, or like a McConaughey and Days and Confused. Like, why does everyone yeah. love this well, character? He's just he's so, so he's, yeah. he's a creep when he's, you watch yeah, it. When you watch it back, but like, yeah. he's he's just he's cool. Yeah, and like why why is he like that? Even if you can't quite wrap your head around it, yeah, I think it's when just the older. absence of anger in people that are normally very angry. That's like, that's like, the opposite. Honestly, like, like, why, why like can't I be the like the average yeah. cis white dude in the seventies was just very angry. Yeah. So anyone walking around that was just like. Up, man. They it's freaking like chill, a unicorn. Like, yeah. I think the only way I would look at it is uh, whatever these these stoner movies. What you want to say, stoner, whatever is stoners used to be coded. Like back when it was the uh, the many loves of Dobie Gillis. Uh, it wasn't that Bob Denver was a stoner. Gilligan was not a stoner explicitly, but like if you look back on it, totally. that's what he is. Yeah. He's coded to be an actual stoner. People like um, not Cheech and Chong, but Wayne and Garth were also coded to be stoners because they started on SNL when they couldn't explicitly say right. that they were. Uh, why were they in the basement doing this public radio public show. Public show with their guitar it that's not plugged was in. was not, like, that was, they were stoned was out of their mind. Was there anyone from your, well, okay, like, for instance, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Michelangelo. They're all coded, yeah. High all the time. They yeah. all are. It's just Raphael's the more responsible one, but they're all Leonardo stoner. is... Sorry, Leonardo, sorry, Leonardo, that's right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Raphael is not the... And, we, and we've talked I about know. this. I know, I'm sorry. He's Andre. a locker room cancer. Uh, Get him off the turtles. <laughs> all he does <laughs> is cause trouble for the other turtles. What's his weapon? Uh, the size. Do you know why? Which look cool. Yeah, yeah, do, you know the, do you know the... Okay. He basically is, has tuning forks as a weapon. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. what I'm going to give you all? I'm going to give you this thing. So the turtles are actually given weapons to fit their personality. The reason why Raphael is given the Psy is because the Psy is protective instrument okay. and it's actually not meant to attack. And he's oh, the like most antagonist member of the team. He needs therapy the And most. Michelangelo has nunchucks because nunchucks require intense concentration and he's a bit of a scatterbrain and so he gave him a weapon that would make him focus. Master Raphael. Splinter, by the way. Whoa. Master yeah. Splinter might have been the biggest stoner. Of, of course. Exactly. Yeah. The, I'm gonna take the these guy turtles. that does the, <laughs> yeah. the baton. Train them in martial arts. <laughs> the guy that does the baton is the most technological one because he was it's the, the most smart. Basic and it was the most weapon. basic and I wanted to keep him grounded to realize even though you're very yeah. smart, you should stay grounded. And then Leonardo, the Leonardo is the leader the with a katana, and he is actually the most conscientious and the most likely to protect his brothers. So that's he why he's the, got the lethal weapon, and that's why he has the lethal weapon. You just you've thought blew about this. My mind. <laughs> no, wow. this is literally like part of the like. I mean, they were named after philosophical painters. Yeah, like, they were Renaissance. named Renaissance painters, yeah. and those guys were not just. Guys that painted, they were guys I, that thought. You, you literally opened my mind. Wow. <laughs> I got to rewatch Secret of the Ooze yeah. again. I've I've known of the turtles my whole life. I just so, never thought of it like that. No yeah. shade to Raphael. Yeah, he is antagonistic because even in a family, you need somebody to be the black sheep because they're usually God, the ones good. that mm. say, shit ain't right right now. Dude. <laughs> you know, speaking of yeah. Rotten Tomatoes and their credible editorial staff, that's an article <laughs> that, that, that I want to see Jack. I want to see Jacqueline's article. I want a 10-page paper. Yeah. Again, this is just what we do over yeah. here. That's just what we do. But no, look, let's get back to this. Because whatever, I will say I'm a little jaded by this. If you The two things that Rotten Tomatoes you will get very quick with learning how to defend, a score and a guide. Because there will always be people, I feel like us and the people at Watch Mojo know what's up. The minute you put a parameter on a list, you'll have somebody coming oh, yeah. for you being like, F that. That's partially why we make them. Um, yeah. But there's um, the one thing I will say about all these, we have a new series now called The Essentials, which right. is where we we really try to get to the essential of a genre. And I do feel like to Brian's point to like sort of back him up to what he's saying, 
I think when that was made, it was before we leaned into the essentials branding. And I think that is a more accurate description of our five favorite stoner. When I host the, when I host the the essentials vids, yeah. you're counting down like let's say it's the ten best I just for sake of argument, the ten best stoner movies. Mm-hmm. At the end, what what our disclaimer always is oh. is like now keep in mind, this is just some. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have time to get to all the great stoner movies. So comment and let us know what yours. And we encourage people to do that listening or watching the show today. Let us know what your favorite stoner movies are that maybe we didn't highlight. What I think would be a fun little exercise, again, because I come from a sports mentality too, is you want to do a quick fantasy draft Bracket. of like our top three. So oh. like we're all going to take, we're all going to have our first, second, and third round draft pick of the best movies to watch high. But if I take one, then it's off the table and y'all can't take it. Oh, yeah. okay. So... I'll, we'll start with Jacqueline. Jacqueline gets the first round pick. So what movie on the 20 best movies to watch high are you taking at number one? Who is your Hakeem Olajuwon? The one movie that you need out of your these first 20 movies. Wow. Probably Fifth Element. Fifth Element yeah. is off the board for JC. Okay, Brian, you're up next. I go comedy, so I'm going 21 Jump Street. That'll just keep me just cracking up. I have a feeling we're not going to have a lot of cross-pollination. 21 Jump Street is off the board for me. My first movie, again, I think Monty Python the Holy Grail is the funniest movie ever made. But I am not taking that as my stoner movie. I'm probably going to go with, um, I'm going to take Fight Club. Ooh. I think Fight Club is a good movie. Why is to that? Watch a, why is that a stoner movie? Why is that a like? A he movie literally movie? has an imaginary friend the entire. He does. Time. Okay. He All does right. have an imaginary friend yeah. the entire time. Right. So I, you know, I, I might, I might imbibe a little bit. You are such a purist. Like what? it's weird. <laughs> what do you mean it's purist? Hilarious. <laughs> like you're like, how is this a this stoner is, movie? You, don't you know, for not being either. editorial, you're posing a lot of editorial type questions. All right, in true snake draft fashion, I get to go again because I picked the last in the first round. So my next. Pick. I'm gonna go with Step Brothers. I, I, I want to get. Yeah, yeah. I want to giggle. Okay. Ryan, you're up. Ooh, I'll go Grand Budapest because yeah, it's just got that dry sense of humor. I what? am not gonna miss you taking that off the board. I, that I, was I, nowhere near my I, top pick. So I don't really? doubt that. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't want things on here. That's the problem. You have yeah. to pick from the list. I yeah. know. I and then want... we'll get to your all-time favorite movie to watch. Oh. It's not that. It's just uh, I'm I'm not in love with these. Oh. I would say Alex. That's why the weed is. <laughs> yeah, I if mean, you're not look, alone with it, that's why you smoke. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say if I had to pick another one, I'll pick Airplane. If you make me pick another one off this list because I won't pick Monty Python because that's what Mark is, I'm gonna have a hard time. Because honestly, I like all of these movies. None of them are ones that I'm like. Oh, yeah. If I'm watching this the next time I'm watching it, I want to be stoned. In fact, a couple of movies on our previous list for sure, but not right. this one. Yeah. All right. So Jacqueline is absconding her final pick. <laughs> no, I gave it to you. No, that was your second pick. Now you get to give us your third pick. Oh, I have a snake th- draft. Yeah. Wait, did snake? I get my second? Yeah. What was my second? He didn't do a second. Yes, he did. What he did 21 second? Jump Street, and he did, uh, didn't you take something else? Oh, Grand, no. Bu- Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. You a did. pick so boring, <laughs> nobody even acknowledged that it happened. Facts. Um, <laughs> Spirited Away. Okay. okay. N- nice horse movie. I, w- I would say that. That is not a movie to be, you know what? That's you could number be, one. You could be, you could be stoned. Uh-huh. But the type of stone is dependent on how advanced in that problems you are. Okay. <laughs> Brian, I would your say final you might pick? need more complicated stoning for that one, but true. Has Shaun of the Dead been taken? Uh, no, it's and all I yours. I'll take Shaun of the Dead. It's a good stoner movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I am going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm between 2001, uh, Fantastic Planet, and The Matrix for my final one. Um, Tron Legacy, I just I, I can't stand Tron for one simple reason. And I've made the point on the show before. It's a, I, I hate when. 
somebody who's literally never heard or or played this sport before gets into this world and immediately becomes the LeBron of it. Like, yeah. he's just, the all of a sudden, he turns into Michael Vick on a football field. He's literally never played this. He didn't stretch. This is where the up. this is where the failed athlete in you shows. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> like I'm not gonna like, let it. Like, so it's hard a big, and this guy just comes on the court. I'm not even mad at you. Failed athlete sounds like <laughs> I was like so I didn't close say you to getting are. drafted. I didn't say that this <laughs> you makes you said the failed I, athlete in, in you. The yeah. like the little girl in me. Yeah. like that little failed athlete is in there somewhere. He's, I think the word failed is a little failed harsh. Hurts. It's a little oh, harsh. Oh, sorry, I don't want to say failed athlete. The, the amateur, the amateur superstar the that you were, the failed athlete. Sounds like I just missed the free throws to win the big game. You know why you I say that? Because up. that is your anger. That is your anger of being like, you know what? I knew where I was in this. I was, I was, I was here. I did the best that I could, and I played for as long as I can. The idea that some man could just be this good at anything, like as if they could teleport somebody in here to do the same thing, I'm it saying, would make you mad. Put me and Garrett Hedlund on a Tron court together, and I think I could take him. That's it's my a point. video game. So again, weren't you good at Tetris right away? You didn't have to spend a thousand. I was great at Tetris right away. So again, that's, that's the point. I still had to work at it. Bro. By the way, <laughs> you and I, me watching American Idol, I am just the same bitter Betty. Do not think I'm saying this to try and make you feel worse. Are you kidding me? Watching musical theater be like, if I had love and acceptance at 16, I would be on Broadway, bitch. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I am resentful. I could have been a contender. And so, yeah, the failed performer in me is... The with you. Stop using the word fail. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going 2001. I I because I actually want to do that. You haven't seen it while I, I haven't seen it while uh, partaking. Mm. So oh. I might actually, and I might actually want to do that. Like maybe bring a gummy into a theater next mm. time they because 2001 makes the theater rounds every so often. They I've never seen that. it on the big screen. Yeah. So <laughs> that's like an arc light reopening kind of thing. Yeah, it is an arc light reopening. Man, did you guys see by the way? I did uh, see friend uh, Simon Thompson, who's yeah. a, he, he's a great movie pundit. Uh, we should have him on the show at some point. He was walking by the arc light in Hollywood. Was and the a, wind. was a, a casualty of the pandemic, mm -hmm. and um, it was very windy here in LA the last uh, the last week. So some of the boards that were up on arc light got knocked off by the wind, and he took a picture looking into the vast expansive lobby of the arc light and it just it looked like a haunted house that's yeah. awesome. weird oh wow yeah it kind of looked like a gilman it looked like crimson peak or something like yeah. it was just like it, it like like wasn't it like it, you knew the board like that famous board that showed all the movies and it was just not lit up at all and oh. it was just weird to look so it just at. hasn't been touched. i mean what's really funny though is like they Untouched. they have wow. to figure it out because that's a historical monument of like course. so they can't get rid of it yeah. so whatever happens there has to be a theater so somebody's probably trying to make it into something bigger that can make more money than mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. it is for what it is so like they're like oh we'll make a theater but we want to build condos on top of it right uh, and so that's probably why it's closed they're not just going to open the dome again no because that doesn't make any money because yeah. that's already a failed business and they're like we're not going to change that I mean that. whenever they do come back and I think they will uh, you got to make the popcorn better Ooh, popcorn was I not that good. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Popcorn at the ArcLight. You've lived here for the, trek, the and, trek up the yeah. three flights of stairs. The corn itself wasn't great, yeah. and then the butter topping was gross. My oh. thing is, is I just want like Alamo to buy it and then do that. Just make like, it. Like I don't I'm want into that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just want like another. So the thing I would tell you is, um, Alamo is still my my theater, and I like what they do. I did not have the emotional attachment to the ArcLight that all you do. The mm. ArcLight was a theater oh, I, that I went to. I didn't. I just knew. I I had a reverence for it. I guess. I think it's more. More of like the Tarantino generation of the 70s and 80s who like love that. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. for us, I mean, Hollywood's impossible to get to. Yeah, that's Especially not... for an 8 o'clock show. Like, I have an emotional... That. And not just because QT owns it, but I have an emotional attachment to the New Beverly. New Beverly is like stepping back into time. Yeah. I even have an emotional attachment to even something like the Vista to a certain extent. You and know what I mean? by the way, and I've, and I've had the pleasure of telling QT this to his face, the popcorn at New Beverly. is fabulous. Fantastic good. corn and is by far the cheapest corn you can get in LA. It's like $3 for a mm-hmm. large. Whoa. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Uh-huh. Great yeah. corn. So I, I would say that Which I don't, you want when you're stoned. Of which course. Which is what you want when you're stoned. Yeah. So I don't have the emotional attachment, but it's still a great theater. I do hope it comes back because whatever, we are all beholden to this industry. We want it to stay alive. So go see a movie, kids. Hopefully a stoner one. But if you do go stone, don't look on your phone. <laughs> Being Put your phone away. It's not going to help you. Does not give you an excuse to be rude. If you're drunk, it and it's just as dangerous. It, with holding your phone, you're just as as much of a danger when you're drunk as you are when you're high. Okay. Get get the technology away from you. Yeah, yeah. The only technology you need is a movie theater projector operated by somebody else. Yes. yes. What's your What's your top movie? Did you say your top stoner movie? Like move a movie that you just got to put all time. Doesn't have to be on the list. Doesn't have to be on the list. All Mine time. might be Biodome. Is it really? Biodome? You get high, you watch that, you crack yeah, up. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Hmm. And yeah. it's better high. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's what the Encino Mans and the Son-in-Laws were leading up to. Was <laughs> the, the ultimate <laughs> stoner movie, not which is duty. Biodome. Uh, <laughs> not Jury Duty, not In the Army Now. Biodome. <laughs> All right. Ah, Amelie. Oh, Amelie, okay. Interesting. That's, as far as like the movie I want to watch when I'm high. Like yeah. that, that one. Okay. okay. All right. And yours is, Brian? Well, again, Logan, not diff- Logan's run. Not Logan's run. Definitely a, not Logan's run. A serious run. man by the Coen Brothers. That's a different kind of watching high. But just to giggle and laugh, <sighs> Step Brothers pretty high. I liked Pineapple Express more. I'm gonna go Pineapple Express because okay. the ending scene where they're just At like the diner? Ra- riffing and just like you died for a second, right? And he's the, like, yeah, I think I did. Diner. Die. Danny McBride <laughs> laughing. We can barely move his neck. <laughs> Kills me. If, uh, Danny McBride just oozes just funny. Yeah. Like he can just yeah. sit there and be funny, yeah. especially in This Is the End and anything he's in. Eastbound and Down, I watched high and I was mm-hmm. just Dude, foot fist losing way. my mind. I would say for me on this one, it would, the only other thing I would add is um, if you are able to do what we call the more advanced stoner movies, you know what I mean when I say this. Oh. Uh, if it was that, I would say Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh boy. I, you, I need you, to watch you that. Are That's not, a trip I, I not, not, but this I is could it. not finish that. If you are, again, <laughs> this, this is not for the beginners. This is advanced lessons. But if you're in the advanced <laughs> lesson stage of stoner <laughs> movies, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I'll know what's up. That, I'm, not, I'm not taking Dr. Coley's class. I'm, I'd, out. I'm out. That's it for us on <laughs> Stoner Movies After Dark. Brian, sir, good that to see fun. you Thank from you. outside of the desk. Mark, always a pleasure, sir. And it's good to talk Stoner Movies with you now that you're no longer a teetotaler. Yeah, I know. This is fun. I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. Once I, you reach failed athlete level, you just get into up. the drug. Oh, my God. How can I get in trouble for shading a guy <laughs> that graduated high school 20 years ago? Like, this cannot because be I'm a still thing. that kid. Like, you are, the fact that this still makes you salty proves my point. I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still in a letterman's jacket, oh got your like, class ring. You are literally proving But I will point. say both my athletic career and especially my matriculation with this particular uh, substance mm-hmm. are highlighted in my new special, which I think, as of this recording, is going to be out within a month's time. It's called oh, Alive okay. and Well. I talk about the pandemic. Everybody got a hobby. Mine happened to be something related to the show we're talking. Ah. So you can check that out. Should be everywhere in about a month. So nice. it's called Alive and Well. Look for it. 
Alive awesome. and well. Yeah. That that is two words that are hard to put together these days, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's and like I'll, Hoskins and Hopper. I know. I want to remind everyone: if you have after dart suggestions, please let us know. This is our new fun Ooh, yeah. sort of like experiment. I'm going to be taking a slight vacation for a while, but email well us. RT is wrong at RottenTomatoes.com. Look, you guys have been through this before. I normally disappear <laughs> this time of year after award season just to find peace and some centering. This year, I'll be having surgery, so I'll be gone a little bit longer. But I will be back. That's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> For Mark Ellis, myself, producer and star of this episode, Mr. Brian Perez, I want to thank y'all for watching and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Excellent. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>